Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I hope that you have your cup of tea for this Tea Time Tuesday episode. And even if it's not Tuesday when you hear this, is there ever really a bad time for tea? (laughs) In this episode, I'm giving you seven happiness habits that build more fulfillment into your life, even if you have not reconciled with your estranged son or daughter yet. Your habits strongly determine how you feel and even strongly determine the outcome that you experience. You can use these habits to start shifting your feelings today. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, Sister Mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, my tea time friend. Come on in and visit with me for a while. It's on my heart to talk to you about happiness and fulfillment. We can spend so much time looking into the future, figuring out when this or that thing might happen and thinking that if it would, we would finally be happy. But how much time do we waste by not living in this moment? And that's what I want to talk to you about in this episode, finding happiness in the life that you have right now. If you followed my work for a while, you might have heard me refer to living alongside family estrangement. What I mean by that is that you do not need to press pause on your life until your estranged daughter or son comes back into a good relationship with you. Not only do you not have to press pause, But it's not God's will for you to do that. God is gifting you a life and he wants you to actually live your life. Your child choosing to estrange was not a surprise to God. He already knew what would happen on each and every day of your life before you were even born. So your child's actions did not take him by surprise and he already had good things in store for you if you will receive them. Our results are often shaped by a series of habits. We develop daily habits and habits of how we react or respond to things. And over time, those habits lead to our moods and many of our outcomes. It takes anywhere from 30 to 90 days to develop a new habit because to truly get into the routine of a new habit, our brain has to develop a new neural pathway. 
You can think of your neural pathways like little paths between your brain and your actions. One of the phases of the work I do with my clients is helping them create new neural pathways that work with God's plan for their lives instead of against it. How you think about yourself in the estrangement has a lot to do with how your estranged child perceives you in the future. And it determines a lot about the outcome as far as whether or not you will reconcile and your level of happiness in the meantime. When you learn the proper tools to take thoughts captive and put better thoughts into practice on your behalf, things change big time. If you know that your thoughts are working against you, I can help you. Let's have a free consultation call and talk about how estrangement coaching can literally transform your thought patterns and call your power back to you. Go to theestrangedmomcoach.com forward slash schedule. And depending on my availability for new clients, you will either be invited to a free consult call or to join the wait list to be among the first notified when a spot becomes available. Being on that waitlist is the best way to get priority notification. So even if no appointments are open right now, get yourself on that list and make sure that you get notified as soon as possible. Okay, let's talk about seven simple habits that you can start today to feel better while working toward ending your family estrangement. Are you ready? Here we go. The first one is make regular time for creativity. Now, you don't have to be a trained artist to do something creative. Creativity can look like knitting, coloring in an adult coloring book, or nurturing a beautiful flower garden. It can be singing, dancing, crafting, or writing. So many things engage us in creativity. So if you're not one who likes to draw or paint, or the more traditional things that we associate with being creative, you can still make time for creativity. And why would you want to do that? Because when you do something creative, it helps you overcome the challenges associated with trauma, and estrangement is a trauma. Creative practices help to move grief outside of your physical body. Numerous studies have shown creative practices help relieve anxiety and stress, and also reduce the emotions of shame and anger. Make creativity a habit by setting aside at least a couple of hours every week to do something creative. The next way is engage in a gratitude practice. Gratitude helps you sleep better and be more emotionally resilient. Emotional resiliency is especially important during family estrangement because your emotional healing and the healing of the family relationship are often more of a marathon than a quick sprint. Make gratitude a habit by writing down three things you're thankful for at the end of every day. Keep a gratitude journal or a notebook by your bed and make it a habit to do this each night right before you go to sleep. And remember, you can be thankful for seemingly small things. It does not have to be complicated or hard the scent of a candle, the blanket you love to sleep under, or the cup of tea you just had. Find the things to be thankful for. Next, self-soothe in positive ways. 
Make a list of positive ways that you can soothe yourself when you feel down, anxious, or upset. You might include things like prayer, calling a trusted friend, going for a walk, taking a warm shower, or reading a book that you enjoy. Maybe like me, you have a sweater that just feels so good, like a warm hug, or a sister who always seems to know how to make you smile. Make a list of the things to choose from so that when you want to feel better, you already know what to do. Make a habit of pulling something from that list when you need some soothing. Go to your list first before you turn to unhealthy options to cope. This is a way to love yourself and you are worth loving. Next, practice a positive morning routine. I used to work in the field of marketing. And there is a saying that everyone has a brand. You either define your brand or someone else will do it for you. Starting your day off is exactly like that. You either take control of the day or the devil will try to do that for you. Don't give him a chance to get a foothold on your day. Instead, begin the day with a positive morning routine that sets a tone for the day a tone that is aligned with how you want to feel. You might drink a cup of tea next to a window that overlooks a beautiful garden. Or maybe you read the Bible, pray, and write down one thought that God wants you to think for that day. There are many ways to create a positive morning routine. With my clients, I send them something called the Daily Page, and it's a quick one-page worksheet that they can do every morning that walks them through specific questions to take control of their thoughts and of the day. But whatever way feels good for you, create a habit of starting the day with a positive morning routine. Next, commit an act of kindness every single day. When you give away kindness, kindness comes back to you. Christians are not called to be like people of the world. We're taught to give away what we want more of or what we need, and Jesus will see to it that we are given that very thing. When you create a habit of daily acts of kindness, you not only feel good about helping someone else, but you activate the movement of that kindness being returned back to you and even running over. Luke chapter 6 verse 38 says, Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. God said it and I believe him. Say that with me. God said it and I believe him. Okay, the next one. Get enough sleep. When you don't get enough sleep, it impacts you more than you might realize. It can make you feel less able to handle emotional stressors. It can make you feel grouchy toward the people you love, and it can make you literally imagine that people are feeling negatively toward you, even if they're not. There are a host of health problems a chronic lack of sleep can contribute to as well. Make it a habit to go to bed at a reasonable time. And if you have trouble falling asleep, take steps to support you in getting proper rest. You can do things like read before bed, stay off your phone at bedtime, pray or meditate to help you relax and calm your mind. 
Avoid caffeine or heavy meals for several hours before you try to sleep. All of these things can help you develop the habit of getting a solid eight hours of sleep every night. Okay, the next one. Meditate on Ho'oponopono. That is a Hawaiian prayer that literally means making things right. This meditative prayer practice is so healing and so soothing. When you do Ho'oponopono, allow all of your thoughts and fears to attend it. Here's how it works. In a quiet place, sit or lie down in a comfortable position. Close your eyes or find a focal point to focus on. You can set a timer if you would like, but I want you to do this for 5 to 10 minutes. Repeat the following phrase during that time. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. This is a meditative prayer practice that I work with with my clients, and it is literally life-changing. Put at least one of these happiness habits into practice in your life for a minimum of 90 days and observe the transformation that takes place. Come over to the Facebook group and tell me which one of these you're going to try, or maybe you'll try them all. You can chat with me about this or other things that might be on your heart in the Facebook community by going to estrangedmoms.community. I hope to see you there. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time, and I hope it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it too. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.